Mama's Brother Zakaria from the Israelite Report podcast and IsraeliteTimes.com. Want to say all praises due to Yahweh by Shem Yahweh Shai. Peace and blessings to all the brothers spread across the four corners of the earth that are pushing the truth in sincerity. All right, brothers, I just wanted to um, bring out a little bit of news. Um, this is from this is from the Daily Wire, and uh, this this news right here is um, <laughs> this is Esau being sneaky. And um, what they're doing is they're setting up the stage to blame Jake for all the problems in America, right? Which is partially true because Jake is crazy. Jake is wicked, right? Um, but look look at what they did during the 2020 pandemic. They let all these prisoners loose, right? They did this on purpose, right? Knowing that it would, it would uh, boost the crime rate. So this is an article here from the Daily Wire. It says, LA's wealthy, mostly white neighborhoods facing crime wave after 2020 pandemic riots. So we already know where this is heading. All right, we know where this is heading. We know where this is going. Um. They're getting ready to set the stage and say that, look, these, 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 uh, blacks, these blackity black blacks are, are the reason for America's downfall. And I've been saying that for the, from the beginning, that Esau is what the wicked elites, not the lower level Edomites, but the, the wicked elites are doing. They are purposely fanning uh, the flames of this fire. You just had that shooting on the subway in Brooklyn, right? You had that. Um, so what they're trying to do is get these white nationalists all stared up, right? The real white nationalists, right? The real racists, uh, white supremacists. They're trying to get them stared up. So... They're putting out all this, uh, I don't know if y'all notice, y'all brothers probably don't, you know, pay attention to the news the way I do, um, cause, cause I look into to everything, right? Um, like, and I mean everything. And, um, so there's a lot of anti-white propaganda that the elites are putting out, like Coca-Cola is putting out anti-white, um, propaganda, Disney, all these different places, right? And what they're trying to do is they're trying to piss the white nationalists off, right? So that they can get to the point where um, these devils get really stirred up and want to, and really want to, um, you know, be about business. You know what I mean? If you know what I'm saying, right? And at the same time, they've been fanning the flames with the black community okay with Trayvon Martin and and George Floyd and Michael Brown and all this shit right excuse my language this is being done on purpose right you can see what you can see what these edomites i'm talking about the wicked elite how they're setting this thing up they're setting the stage right now um so anyway, back to this article here, it says L.A.'s wealthy, mostly white neighborhoods facing crime wave after 2020 pandemic riots. So check this out. The, the, the elites use the pandemic as an excuse to release prisoners. I, a lot of you people don't know that, but I know that here in the D.C. area they did that. A lot of um, prisoners were released. They knew that that would boost the crime rate up. Okay. Um, also, you have the whole defund the police and all that. And that's also going to boost the crime rate up. They're doing this on purpose. 
Um, but again, this is from the Daily Wire. It says Los Angeles crime is drifting into majority white and well-to-do areas of the city, bringing an abnormal amount of danger and theft into some of the city's neighborhoods. Crime rates in major cities jumped following the onset of the CV-19 pandemic and outbreak of riots over the murder of George Floyd in 2020. See, these are all psyops. Um, that shooting was a, that that mess in Brooklyn. That was nothing but a psyop. And they said this dude was a black nationalist. All right. So you can see what what the elites are doing, the wicked elites, what they're doing. OK, so you had. Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown, you had the Ferguson situation. Um, you had uh, what's the girl's name? Breonna Taylor. Right. George Floyd. So you had that side of things to get the, the black folks riled up and rioting. Right. So now they're about to flip it where you got now you because because first remember it was the white nationalists, the white nationalists. Now they're going to flip it and now they're going to make it look like it's the black nationalists that are aggressive. Right. So now look for this. Um, I, I saw them sowing the seeds for this when they was talking about black people were attacking Chinese people in New York. I said, oh, I see what these devils about to do. They about to flip it. So now you're going to start seeing random incidents with so-called black nationalists. And, and you need to be aware of this and understand that this is a psyop. Um, I'm not even going to go into the full article. You can check it out if you want to. It's on the Daily Wire. Um, but I just wanted, matter of fact, I'll get a little bit more of it. It says, um, crime rates in major cities jumped, followed the onset of the CV-19 pandemic and outbreak of riots, um, over the murder of George Floyd in 2020 in Los Angeles. Some of the largest spikes in crime are happening in wealthy and predominantly white neighborhoods feeding a general concern in California's largest city, the law and order is slipping dangerously away according to real clear investigation. So there you go. There you go. I this is a this is all pre-planned by these devils. So all of that fake Love for, for the black community that they were showing. It was all BS. All that standing for George Floyd and Black Lives Matter and taking the knee and we're with Black Lives Matter. That was all to piss off the uh, white nationalists. Right. That's that's what that was about. It's a psyop. So check this out. Um, now you have this shooting. And all you see on these, um, I guess you can call them alt-right um, news feeds, like BitChu channels, is black people being violent. It was a black nationalist. Now, what's crazy is Esau is quick, like Alex Jones and them, they're quick to, to call a white nationalist situation or, you know, like a, like a, a white nationalist, uh, let's say, um, massacre, they'll say, well, that's a psyop, right? But now that it's a black person that did it and they're calling it black nationalism, they're not calling it a psyop. They're just saying black nationalists. So here we go. Um, Exactly what I predicted two years ago when they started letting all of these prisoners loose. Now they're getting ready to um turn things up and they're getting ready to make black uh, like they're going to make it look like this is black nationalist movement and they're trying to stir up the white nationalists to feel like they have to defend themselves. And you know what's going to come after that. Um, but I want to get this. This is Second Corinthians 2 and 11. It says, uh, lest Satan should get an advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices. So we know what he's doing. You know, we brothers that are in this truth and sincerity, we know what he's doing. Um, I want to get Joe 5, five and 12 um, cause to kind of like back up that scripture. It says he disappointed the devices of the crafty 
so that their hands cannot perform their enterprise. Right? Says he taketh the wise in their own craftiness, and the counsel of the fraud and is carried headlong. Um, but he disappointed the devices of the crafty, right? So that their hands cannot perform their enterprise. So, um, you know, just just thinking about this on a on a spiritual level, this devil has set up so many booby traps. Um. And there is going to come a time of Jacob trouble, right? It's coming. And this devil is fanning the flames, all right? But we believe, you know, through the spirit that, you know, we have faith and trust in Yahweh by Shem Yahweh Shah that, you know, we, we, we going to be protected. Matter of fact, let me keep reading down. It says here, um, 14 verse says, they meet. With darkness in the daytime and grope in the noonday as in the night. But he saveth the poor from the sword, from their mouth, and from their hand and from the hand of the mighty. Right? Because that's what we're looking for. We're looking for the most high power, Yahweh Bashim Yahweh Shah, to um to save us. Because we can't save ourselves. Look at look at the condition we're in. We can't do nothing. Alright, our faith and trust is in Yahweh Bashim Yahweh Shah. Said, but he saveth the poor from the sword, from their mouth, and from the hand of the mighty. So the poor have hope, and iniquity stoppeth her mouth. All right, that's our only hope, man. You know, because when, when in the time of Jacob's trouble, when this thing pop off, like I said, they're fanning the flames, brothers. You know, if you're not paying attention to, um. This news, this there's always this this talk about black nationalism all of a sudden, right? Um, because during the Obama era, it was always white white nationalist this, white nationalist that, right? And that carried out through the Trump era. Now they're getting ready to push this. Oh, there's a black nationalist situation. Black nationalists are are threatening violence, right? So that's gonna bring a lot of heat on Jake. <laughs> That's gonna break. You understand? Um, we gotta watch and pray. It says, um, so the poor hath hope and iniquity stoppeth her mouth. It says, Behold, happy is the man whom the most high correcteth, therefore despise not thou chastening for the Almighty, for he maketh sore and bindeth up, he woundeth, and his hands wake excuse me, his hands make whole. He shall deliver thee in six troubles. Yea, and seven, there shall no evil touch thee. And that's what we're praying for. We're praying to be delivered, you know what I mean, in the time of Jacob's trouble. We, we, we know what's coming, right? We know about the food shortages and the famine and all of that, supply chain issues and all of that. And, and then, you know what I mean, you're going to have these race riots and everything else. It's going to get nasty, but, you know, our hope, as the scripture says, it says, so the poor hath hope. And who are the poor? We're the poor. We're the poor in every way, not just financially, but in spirit also. All right, we're broken down, beaten, <laughs> downtrodden, downtrodden. You know, we, our only hope is in Yahweh Hashem, Yahweh Shah. All right, and it says, um, he shall deliver thee in six troubles, yea, in seven there shall no evil touch thee. It says, in famine, he shall redeem thee from death and in war from the power of the sword. All right. That's what it's all about, man. You know, it's all about asking the most high to deliver us in that day of trouble. You know, when these famines come, when that war come, you know, these race riots and everything else, man. Um, it says, thou shalt be hid from the scourge of the tongue. Neither shalt thou be afraid of destruction, destruction when it cometh, and um, that's that's basically the the um, the main point, man. Is you know with that hope, um, we won't be afraid. You know we gonna we're gonna we're gonna be afraid in a sense of you know it's gonna it's gonna be some some tough times, but our faith is is what's gonna carry us through. So it's time to buckle down in faith, um, and and just know that this world is over. This world as we know it. It's over. So there's no need in, in even getting involved in the in this world or even
caring for this world at all. Like, it wasn't no point a long time ago. Like, 10 years ago, there was no point. This world was through 10 years ago. But how much so now? You know what I mean? Everything's been revealed. Everyone knows this, this man is the devil. You know what I mean? He's not even trying to hide it anymore. They're not even trying to pretend like um, you have freedom. They're taking away your so your so-called rights right in front of you. You know what I mean? They're telling you they're gonna take it away from you. You will you will own nothing and you will love it. That's how these wicked elites are dealing with you now. So what's the point in trying to be of this world? You know? What's the point? What is that? Um what is that James? I believe it's James, the fourth chapter. It says, uh, he that loved the world is, has enmity with God or some has enmity with the Most High. I believe it's James, it's James, the fourth chapter, I believe. All right. So, I could be wrong on that. So, Salakia, if I'm wrong on that, forgive me. But you get the point what I'm saying. Um, it's it's no point, man. It's no point in, in even bowing down and, and trying to be a part of America, trying to be a part of this wicked society. This society is over. It's done for. And now is the time to buckle down, get get strong in the faith, um, because it's going to get ugly. It's going to get nasty. This devil has a lot of booby traps set and laid out. All right, and the only way to get out of those wicked devices is through faith in Yahweh by Shem That is our hope, as the scriptures say. That is our hope. That is our only hope. All right, and with that, I'm going to say Shalom. All right, Shalom. It's Brother Zakaria from the Israelite Report podcast and the IsraeliteTimes.com. I want to say all praises due to Yahweh by Shem Peace and blessings to all the brothers spread across the four corners of the earth, pushing the truth and sincerity. Um, I saw this flash on um, MREC TV's YouTube page. He's a hip-hop guy, if you don't know. Uh, but he had in his community page this... Uh, this thing on there where it says the um, mark of the beast is coming. And there's an article from the BBC. It says uh, the microchip implants that let you pay with your hand. And so they go into the video um, in the article talking about how convenient it is to place this chip in your hand and how you can pay for everything with it. And I know I'm beating a dead horse because um, brothers say, man, Zakaria, you go, you go into this all the time. But I go into this because there's a lot of people that still don't understand the times that we're living in. So I have to keep and, and I, I realize also that I get a lot of new people listening to this podcast. Right. Um, and I was looking at MREX page and um, I was surprised because a lot of people on that page were saying that's not the mark of the beast. Right. That's not the MOTB. They were they were saying that the chip now i just want to just to be clear about what what i saw on that on that page on mrec tv's youtube page his community page in the comment section when he posted the uh article and the screenshot of the microchip and he put the mark of the beast is here There were people in his community comment section saying that's not the mark of the beast. The chip is not the mark of the beast. 
And they were saying things such as, uh, well, we've had chips for a long time and we've got credit cards and uh, they were saying other things like, well, you got a phone in your hand and you can pay with your phone, you know, stuff like that. And I said, damn. These people are waxing worse and worse because I remember a time I remember a time when people used to say, hell no, I'm not putting no damn microchip in my hand. And that wasn't that long ago. The majority of people back in the day used to say that they wasn't going to put no damn chip in their hand. Now that we're getting close to the actual chip being a thing and probably mandated soon, it's going to be mandated soon, you know, Now, all of a sudden, people are are literally saying it ain't that big of a deal because they're saying that it's not the MOTB, it's not the mark of the beast. So this is the time that we're living in. All right. So um, I want to get this article from the BBC. It says, the microchip implants that let you pay with your hand. This is because this is it says here, this is because the 37 year old and they're talking about a 37 year old that um is able to pay because he's got the chip in his hand says the 37 year old doesn't need to use a bank card or his mobile phone to pay. See, they're making it sound convenient. Instead. He simply places his left hand near the contactless card reader and the payment goes through. Now, this goes back to the pandemic and, um, you know, they were teaching everyone to be contactless. That's why you would go up to these stores and they would say contactless service here. They made contactless service sound like it was just a convenient thing. We don't even have to make contact with one another so they're going to push this this chip as a convenient thing that you don't even have to touch other people so that's what i i was trying to explain to brothers before because they were saying that the juicy juice you know the um the um the pop shot as i call it you know what i'm talking about right the shot the pop shot they were saying that that was the um, the mark or that was the MOTB. And I was saying no, because that's just, that's just the prelude. That was them preparing you for the next phase, right? Um, when the actual mark comes, when the actual chip comes into play, you won't be able to buy or sell. It won't be a situation where you can say, oh, um, what the hell with you? I'll just go to another show. No, they're getting ready to get away. They're getting ready to do away with physical cash altogether. And they're going into this digital system. And that's being done intentionally to bring about the mark, right? The mark, the B system, right? Digital um, currency only accepted. And you're going to need that chip in order to use it. It's going to have all your information on it. All right. So it says here, um, the 37-year-old doesn't need to use a bank card or his mobile phone to pay. Instead, he simply places his left hand near the contactless card reader and the payment goes through. It says the reactions, this is a quote from Mr. Pullman security guard from the Netherlands, I guess he's the 37-year-old man that they're talking about with this chip implanted in him. It says, quote, the reactions I get from cashiers are priceless. Um, it says he is able to pay using his hand because back in 2019, he had a contactless payment microchip injected under his skin. And this is what he said, Mr. Pullman here. He says, quote, the procedure hurts 
as much as when someone pinches your skin. So now he's out to sell it to everyone. Oh, it, it didn't hurt. It was like a little pinch. You know, I just got this chip inserted in me and it didn't hurt. It was just a little pinch in the skin. All right. So they, they, these devils are selling this like this is a great thing. This is fantastic to them. Right. Don't worry, because and I'm saying this, don't worry, because soon you're going to have rappers rapping about it. That's going to be the I can see that coming too. They just like they have rappers rapping about the juicy juice. The pop shot. They're going to have rappers rapping about the chip. They're going to be like, yeah, I got my chip and the nigga. You know, that's going to be that's going to be the uh, the fad, the fade. Um, and it's going to be out of style not to have it. So we're getting ready to go through some shit. Excuse me. We're getting ready to go through something. They, they're going to they're going to use hip hop. <laughs> you know, Jake is simple as hell. <laughs> they're gonna <laughs> man this devil man this devil just like they had juvenile um and what's what's old boy damn I can't think of his name um Manny Fresh with the uh they had that song Vax That Thing Up right it was it was a new version of Back That Thing Up right just like they had them doing that it was a it was a pop shot promotion. Vax that thing up, right? So now you're gonna have these dumbass Jakes take that money, take that bag, and they're gonna promote that chip. Just give it give it time, you'll see. It says, um, Back to this article from the BBC, it says a microchip was first implanted into a human back in 1998, but it is only during the past decade that the technology has been available commercially, you see? And it says that when it comes to implantable payment chips, uh, and payment chips, British-Polish firm Walletmore says that last year became the first company to offer them for sale. It says here in quote um, from the chief executive, I think it's Wojtek, Wojtek um, Paparota. This is the founder, okay, of this wallet more. It says here, um, quote, the implant can be used to pay for a drink on the beach in Rio, a coffee in New York, a haircut in, per in Paris. It says, or at your local grocery store. That's what the founder's saying. And and again, and then they keep talking about contactless, contactless. Because this, again, the pandemic was created to bring about this chip. It says, um, it can be used wherever contactless payments are accepted. So the, I don't understand. And, you know, the Lord really got blinders on people how anyone can argue that this is not the, the mark. So brothers get on me and and I understand it. Man, you're always talking about the mark. Bro, that's the time we're in. Nothing is more important than this. Everything else, man, I, you know, not to downplay everything, but everything, this is it right here. This is it. This and World War Three. All they're trying to be like super duper Israelite, uh, you know, with the fanciest breakdowns. All that's you know, it's good to, to have the breakdowns and the and the um the precepts and all of that. But man, right now is the time to be warning people of what's to come, man. We are, we are at the end. We were saying we were at the end years ago, right? We're at the end of the end. What do you think 2020 was all about, man? That was the prelude to this. We don't got no more 2020s to deal with no more. If you understand what I mean, I'm not saying that they won't bring back um, the mandates for the pop shot. I'm not saying that because they, they are... Um, Matter of fact, Philadelphia just brought back the um, 
I believe they're come, they're bringing back the mass mandates for indoors. So yeah, I expect more from from you know the pandemic side of things. But what I'm what I'm trying to say and get across is that they've already established the this this situation with the with the pop shot, right? They've already run that. They're getting ready to go into the next thing, the major thing, which is the chip. And then World War Three, right? It says, um, back to the article from the BBC, and you brothers can look this up for yourself if you haven't already. It says, Wallet chip, which weighs less than a gram and is little bigger than a grain of rice, is comprised of a tiny microchip and an antenna encased in a biopolymer, a naturally sourced uh, material similar to plastic. It says here, Mr. Paparota adds that it is entirely safe, has regulatory um, approval, works immediately after being implanted, and will stay firmly in place. It also does not require a battery or other power source. The firm says it has now sold more than 500 of the chips. Um, I don't know if there's any more. Uh, okay, I'll tell you what, I'll read this part. It says, chip implants, this is a quote. Um, I believe this is a quote from Mr. Paulman, the 37-year-old that, that is bragging about his chip. Um, it says, chip implants contain the same kind of technology that people use on a daily basis, he says. From key fobs to, to unlock doors, public, trans, um, public transit cards like the London Oyster card, or bank cards with contactless payment function. Man, these these people look. Look, look, look at where we are, man. Um, it says here in quote, the reading distance is limited by the small antenna coil inside the implant. The implant needs to be within the electromagnet magnetic field of a compatible RFID or NFC reader. Only when there is a magnetic coupling between the reader and the transponder can the implant can the implant can be read I, I don't know what he I think he misspoke there um it says RFID chips are used in pets to identify them when they are lost he says but it's not possible to locate them using an RFID chip implant the missing pet needs to be found physically the entire body gets scanned until the RFID um chip implant is found in red. Um, now, this is this is kind of like a key point because I really, you know, it's a long article. I don't want to read all of it, but this is kind of like a key point here, right? It says, yet the issue with such chips and what causes concern is whether in the future they become ever more advanced and packed full of a person's private data and in turn whether this information is secure and if a person could be could indeed be tracked um so there you go man um this is uh and they go into the dark side of technology and you know, they make a whole home, uh, big deal out of, you know, whether whether or not people are going to feel safe with, you know, their privacy in a chip or, or, excuse me, their data in the chip and all of this stuff. It's a lot in this article, man. I, I really would like brothers to <clears throat> look this article up and read it on their own um, because they're telling you what the future is going to look like. Uh or at least what they believe the future is going to look like. So 
Of course, I got to go get um, Revelation 13 and 15. It says, uh, and he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. I've read that for these morons out here, because that thing disturbed me, and, and it shouldn't because I know people are stupid. But when I read through the community um, comments on MREC's page, because there's a lot of Jake, a lot of Jakes are on his page. He's a big hip-hop guy. He has a popular um, YouTube channel. So these are Jakes arguing that this is not the mark. So it's not just Edomites that are stuck on stupid about this. A lot of Jakes are going to take this damn thing. You know? That's that's the time we're living in. And like I said, there's going to come a time, brothers, when we're going to be looked at as outcasts. We are going to be outcasts from society. We're going to be looked at as the crazies. And it probably, I can see Esau doing this because Esau is so um, sneaky. I can see him setting up a situation where some person will, uh, I don't know, like blow something up or, or there'd be a mass shooting or something. And they're going to say, oh, this person didn't have a chip in him. And if he had a chip in him, we'd be able to trace him. And then from there, Esau is going to do his, you know, demonizing of everyone that's not chipped. Right. So, you know, it's just this is this is the most important thing to talk about right now. Watch for this. Scriptures say watch and pray. All right. We need to be watching for this. And we need to be sounding the alarm. That's our job. Our job ain't to be super-duper Israelite, super-duper breakdown man, you know, walking around with the greatest garment in the world. That's not our job. Our job is to warn people of what's coming in these last days. We are literally at the end. And people say, oh, you've been talking about the end for a long time. Look, we are at the end of the end. All right? I wanted to get this scripture here. Um, most high put it on my spirit all week long. I want to make sure I get this one before I get anything else. Um, Habakkuk 2, you know, the second chapter, Habakkuk second chapter, um, first verse, it says, I will stand up, stand upon my watch and set, me upon the tower and will watch to see what he will say unto me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon the tables that he may run that readeth, readeth it. Um, and that's why it's important that we, we sound the alarm at this moment, right? Because we, we, in our own way, are writing the vision. Okay? The MOTB is a vision that we're having. Like, we can see how the society and the world is moving towards this mark. Forcibly and in, in planting this chip in you or you won't be able to buy or sell. We can see it. Right? So, our job is to sound the alarm for the hopeful elect. For those who may hear and take heed to the warning. Because we take for granted that everyone's going to know. But like I, when I read 
that um when I read MREC TV's community uh community comment section, there's a lot of Jakes that still don't know. And these are Jakes. It's not Esau. Jakes. We don't know who's of the elect and who's not, right? But we hope hope you know, hope that the, the word will go out and um maybe somebody will hear it and, and take heed, you know, answered the calling of the Lord. Um, many are called, few are chosen. But nonetheless, we are to, you know, preach the word whether they hear or forbid. All right. Um, but it says, and the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that read it. It said, for the vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak. And that's been on my heart. I'm telling you, brothers, that has been on my heart all week long. The Lord just that. That little part right there, this verse, the third verse where it says, but at the end it shall speak, you know, and that's twofold in a way, because, you know, this this wicked kingdom, like the Lord is speaking, right? And his word is coming true, and this wicked kingdom is speaking. Right? That that article from the BBC uh with the chip announcing that it's here. That they're speaking, right? The beast is speaking. The beast is speaking. I'm gonna read that part again. It says for the vision is yet for an appointed time. All right. Because you got to understand these the prophets, they saw visions. They didn't know really what they were looking at. Right. That's why a lot of it is parabolic and it's written in a way that, you know, the spirit got to be dealing with you for the for the, you to even understand. Like, for example, an arrow being a missile. Right now, I was in the military, so I understand that an arrow is a missile. I understand that. That makes perfect sense to me because we had something called broken arrow. Whenever a nuclear missile goes missing, it's called a broken arrow, right? Um, But the average person ain't going to get that, right? But it says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. And this is this is that time. It says, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. All right? The word of the Lord is not going to lie to you. <laughs> All right? And that's what got Esau shook. Because he, Esau likes to pretend like he don't believe in the Lord. Like, you know, he's God. Like, you know, Esau like to prop himself up like he's God. And because the other nations have made him God on this earth. But he, but the elites, at least, I can't say the low-level Edomites. Some are no, some low-level Edomites kind of got an idea of what's going on. But um, the higher ups, they know. They know that this Bible, the book, is not a lie. It says, "Though it tarry, wait for it." Right, and we're patiently waiting. Though it's tarry, though it tarries, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry, right? It says, uh, Behold, his soul which is lifted up is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. And that's all we got right now. That's another thing that's really been on me. You know, I was meditating, and, um, the thought came to me, you know, because sometimes I go off, you know, I get carnal in this wicked kingdom, man. And, you know, I just got to fight them demons off. You know, that's why I said now ain't the time to be trying to pretend to be super duper Israelite. We're all, to be honest, man, we're all wicked <laughs> to a certain extent. You know, we try to do righteously, but man, we ain't, we ain't. Excuse my language, but really, we ain't shit. You know? And I look at myself in the mirror, I just go, damn, man. I, just, I ain't even worthy. Real talk, man. I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. But 
the thought came to me that, you know, I'm here by faith. It was my faith in the most high power, Yahweh Bashem, Yahweh Shah, that I'm even here. I'm here by faith. I'm not here because I'm righteous, because I ain't shit. You know, I ain't shit. But I'm here by faith. You understand? Faith, man. Faith. And our faith is going to be tested and tried in these last and evil days, man. Our faith, we're going to have to increase. We're going to have to step it up. All of us, you know, the hopeful elect, we're going to have to step it up. It says the, uh, in a paraphrasing, I believe it says, uh, the righteous shall scarcely make it. I don't even know if I said that right. Or the just shall uh, scarcely make it. I don't even know if I said that correctly. But um something along those lines. Yeah, man, that's that's it's about to get real. It's about to get really real out here. And um and our faith is gonna be tested beyond belief. But um our faith is what we have to hold on to and cling on to. All right, Shalom. It's Brother Zakaria from the Israelite Report Podcast and IsraeliteTimes.com. Um, I want to say all praises due to Yahweh Bashem Yahweh Shai. Peace and blessings to the brothers spread across the four corners of the earth that are pushing the truth and sincerity. Um, right quick, I had this real quick news um, story. This is coming from um, News Wars or Info Wars, you know, Alex Jones and them. It says, uh, breaking January 6th committee prepares to completely outlaw protests and prevent patriots from organizing. Uh, says political comment commentator Ali Alexander predicts January 6th committee will attempt to pass policies to ban protests by taking away their funding. Now we've seen this in Canada, right? With the, um, the trucker, the trucker, um, strike, the trucker convoy, and they were taking away their ability to fund fundraise, right? So again, we're not, ignorant of Satan's devices, right? We know what he's what he's up to. They create these situations just so that they can have um just so they can have an excuse to bring bring about these these um new policies, okay, to oppress the people. All right. And um so basically what they're trying to do is that again they're trying to stir trouble up. They're trying to piss off the alt-right, right, the Christian conservatives to the point where they're going to get pissed off and, and want to take action. All right, that's what that's what the wicked elites, because they want that. They want the smoke, so to speak. They want that. All right? Um, let me get um Second Ezra, Second Ezra uh, 15 chapter, started the 12th verse. It says, Egypt shall mourn and the foundation of it shall be smitten with the plague and punishment that the Most High shall bring upon it. All right? That's why the scriptures tell you, woe unto them that go down to Egypt for help, especially in these last days, man. You're not going to get no help. You're not going to be able to protest. You're not going to be able to have free speech. All of that's about to be done away with. All right? There's going to be a famine of the word soon, too. All right? So you better get it while you can. It says, 13th verse, they that till the ground shall mourn for their seed shall fail through the blasting and hell and with a fearful constellation. Woe to the world and them that dwell therein. All right. We're in the trouble time. Right. Um, Jacob's trouble is coming. It's, but it says woe to the world and them that dwell therein. And it's an uh, exclamation point there. It says for the sword and the destruction draweth nigh and one people shall stand upon Excuse me, and one people shall stand up and fight against another and swords in their hands. All right. And that's what's um, coming. And, and again, like I said, the, the wicked elites are trying to stir this thing up. But ultimately, it's the most high that's doing it. Right. It's the most high that put it, the spirit on these wicked elites to create these um, psyops and, and and to pass these so-called uh, policies that they're passing, you know, banning free speech censorship 
um, taking away people's so-called rights to protest and all of that because these are the, the, the supposed to be the principles of America, right? So you're going to take away uh, what makes, you know, America, America, right? This this is what uh, these Edomites love about America, the right to protest, freedom of speech and all that. So they're, they're purposely taking it away, knowing it's going to piss them off and stare them up. And they're hoping that they take action, all right? Um, it says, for their shall be sedition among men and invading one another. They shall not regard their kings nor princes in the course of their actions shall stand in their power. And that's where we're heading to. All right. We're heading to the point where we're heading to the point where people are not going to have any respect or regard. And it's already there because nobody, nobody likes this dude Biden. Matter of fact, I heard uh, you know, the polls are probably fake, but I said this, I think they said he's like at 33%. And this was a far left Democratic uh, bias poll that was taken. Um, and they said he's like at 33% approval. So, you know, it's probably lower than that. If they say 33%, um, then it's probably down to like 20 something, maybe in the teens somewhere. Right. Um. It says a man shall desire to go into a city and shall not be able to, right? Because when martial law come, when all this mess gets stirred up, like with the Brooklyn shooting and them claiming he's a black nationalist, and he may be, um, but either way, I believe it's a psyop. All of this is being done. All of this is being stirred up um, ultimately by the most high power, Yahweh Bashem Yahushua, but the wicked elite have an agenda, Right. And um, their agenda is to take away these so-called freedoms. And what is that going to do? That's going to piss these Edomites off. It's going to piss off these um, Christian right-wing Edomites. And guess what? It's going to be all hell breaking loose, man. Like it says, at some point, they're trying to justify the wicked elites want the ish to hit the fan, right? So they can justify locking everything down, like for good, all right? That's what they're setting the, the stage for, right? Literally staging these events just so that they could um, get to that point where they can justify locking everything down. So anyway, that's just a little bit of news update. Again, it's Brother Zakaria from the Israelite Report podcast and IsraeliteTimes.com. That I'm going to say, Shalom.